Blog Talk Radio. Hello, world. It's me, Dennis, and I'm talking to Huey Fisher. Hi, Huey. Howdy, y'all. Hey, so what's going on at the University of Texas? You rousing the rabble? What I mean, what's with the Democratic Party and all the craziness that's been going on? What do you? What kind of feedback? What's going on? Give me, tell me everything. <laughs> well, it's been a pretty, pretty lazy summer so far, but. Um, on Saturday, uh, uh, this past weekend, the Texas Democratic Party had a retreat for state Democratic Executive Committee members and DNC members. It was closed doors. It was considered a retreat. And um, essentially it was a meeting where uh, they supposedly shared sensitive information and where, according to one SDC member, they could speak freely among each other. Um, yeah, I found I found out about the retreat, so I decided to uh, so, 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 so I figured out where they were having it, and I showed up because I felt that as a member of the Democratic Party, all meetings should be open, and that's in the rules of the Texas Democratic Party. So I arrived uh, at the retreat, and I stood in the back of the room to see what was going on, and uh, w- w- within half an hour, I was. Uh, Asked to leave. So, how did they? How did they find you out? I mean, did everybody have name tags? Was it what? What was going on? Well, it, it was a, it was a curious retreat. It, um, in in reality, it was a meeting. It they just had to call it a retreat in order to uh, bend the CDP rules and to circumvent them. Um, but I, I was standing in the back of the room, and an SDC member from the Valley, uh, Veronica De La Fuente, uh, recognized me, and she uh, notified TDP staff who um, who approached me and uh, essentially asked me to leave. Um, they told me that it was not a meeting, that it was a retreat, and uh, that I should not be there. So uh, I left, and... Uh, I took my frustrations with, with the party uh, out on Twitter and Facebook, and I just wanted to raise awareness that our party should not be breaking uh, its own rules, that all meetings should be open, all meetings should be accessible, and um, it really goes against the principles that we stand up for in our party uh, when they have sketchy and shady uh, meetings. Um, behind closed doors. I, I couldn't agree with you more. What what hurts my heart is mm-hmm. when when I am willing to adopt a tactic that I would that I would not that I do not admire in someone else. But if I adopt that tactic, how is that moving us forward? How does that how does that help us in in what we're trying to do? Oh. Uh, the ta- which tactic are you for referring to? Uh, uh, like a tactic of closed meetings or trying to trying to figure out uh, what we're doing because the the Democratic Party in Texas does not mm-hmm. feel it doesn't feel as a sense, Huey, that that we've got a functionality going on that there is a that there is a communication that there is a message. I was I was reading George Lakoff's uh, uh, book uh, about don't think about an elephant and the frame. I mean, how we're not framing functional government to say okay we want we want government we want it we want a better government 
we want to be able to get get it for our money to have the kind of representativeness and and uh, the communication that that we can have to bring more people to the table and that's our message but we're not getting it out there what are you seeing from your end uh, I, I can't agree with you more. I believe this is a party that has to be open and accessible. It has to be a party of the people. Um, it's something that we've always stood for as Democrats. And when we have closed-door meetings like this, um, it, it it really ends up hurting the party, and it ends up alienating uh, many party activists who may not be on the SDC or the DNC Uh Right now, folks may feel that there's a disconnect between local rural parties and the state party. Uh, people feel like there may be a disconnect between the party and candidates. So um, it, does, it, it hurts us when we can't all come to the same table um, and we can't all be on the same page. Um, I just finished reading a book, uh, Jake, about Congressman J.J. J. Pickle from Austin. And uh, right. he talked about how he was uh, the executive director of the SDEC back when that position existed. And he talked about some of the shady things that uh, the Democratic Party used to do back in the day. And yeah. I feel we should be far beyond that. And uh, yeah. to have incidents like this happen um, re really hurts. Absolutely. I, I can't... I can't agree with you more. And one of the things that I feel, Huey, is, is certainly here in Texas that we've hit our floor. We really couldn't lose much more. So if we're going to build, we, we've got to we, let's build it. Let's build something out of substance rather than something out of the same backdoor dealing, trying to figure out some way to wheedle in that we've done in the past. Can't we do this in a new way? Can't we? How? What are you seeing and what are you hearing from people like at the University of Texas or or in, in your travels around? Are, are you hearing anything new or anybody getting some excitement about, okay, well, here's a way that we could approach it. What's, what's your perspective? Um, people are getting excited and uh, about 2012, they know that you know the pendulum is going to swing back uh, in our in our direction. Uh, we really did hit rock bottom in 2010, and we can only go up from here. It's just a matter of how far up uh, can we go. So, sure. uh, for for example, it, uh, the UT University Democrats we're excited about many local races that are uh, upcoming. For example, Bruce Selfont, he's the uh, constable for Precinct 5 here in Travis County. Uh, he was a former Young Democrat himself, president of our club back in, uh, back in the 70s. And uh, sure. he's now running for uh, tax assessor um, and voter registrar, uh, which will help us tremendously to register new voters uh, once he gets elected uh, uh, to implement new policies that will help us uh, access more students, more people in the community, get them registered to vote, get them to the polls. Um, uh, an, another race, you know, Doggett versus Castro, even though it may be a nasty race in the primaries, at the end of the day, we're going to sure. have a lot of activists uh, coming forth to elect a Democrat uh, from that district. Um, it's just disappointing to see what the party is doing um, or what they're not doing. Uh, for example, uh, one great program that we have with the University Democrats um, is called Dining with Them. It's when... Uh, many members of UDEMs and uh, officers in UDEMs 
uh, can have dinner with a leader in our party. Uh, this sure. past semester, uh, we had Boyd and Betty Ritchie. And uh, I, I admire Boyd and Betty Ritchie. They've given up tremendous uh, things for our party, and uh, they've done a lot of positive things. But what disappointed me the most was when I had asked uh, Chairman Ritchie, had he spoke had he spoken to uh, Lieutenant General Sanchez um, a month after Sanchez already announced he was running for the U.S. Senate. And Chairman Ritchie said, no, Sanchez hasn't reached out to me. And what disheartened me about that was the fact that if you're the chairman of the Texas Democratic Party and you hear that somebody is uh, a front runner for your party's nomination for the U.S. Senate, you should be the one uh, reaching out to them especially if they decide not to reach out to you. Um, we need to build that connection. And the fact that he didn't uh, the fact that he didn't feel that it was his place to reach out, I'm not saying he should endorse Sanchez. I'm saying that you should start a conversation. You should start a conversation with the campaign, with the activists, and uh, you should continue to recruit other candidates. You know, It only helps us when we have a big field to choose from uh, rather than a narrow one. So that was uh, very disappointing, and it's something that I would like to see changed. Um, we just need to build well, better connections with TDP. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Take me back a little bit into your history, Huey. What got you involved? What got you to to step up at such an early age and go, this is interesting, this engages me, this gets me... Uh, besides girls, I mean, you know, hey, hey, rock band <laughs> politics, okay, okay, I understand that connection, but beyond that, what, 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 what's the connection? I, I, I have no idea. I just, I just love politics. I love uh, policy as well. Um, it's something that's always. I mean, in high me school, when... did you get? Let me interrupt you for a second. I mean, in high school, did you get involved? Oh, did your your parents get a, get get you interested? What was what? What's the story? I, I, I've always uh, tried to be involved, especially at the local level. I've campaigned for, uh, I campaigned for a local sheriff when I was younger. Um, my father ran for school board um, when I was in high school, and we went door to door uh, every evening after school uh, to spread the message. And uh, that was a really tight race where he was running against um, someone who had lived in our hometown of Rockport for uh, mm -hmm. several generations, and um, we, we 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 were able to edge him out in the race, and uh, we cool. ended up being victorious. So uh, it, I, I've always had an interest in, in in politics. I care a lot about our Democratic Party. Um, it's it, it's a party that has stood up for principles that I cherish, uh, and that a lot of young people uh, can really get on board with, and. Um, Intraparty politics itself, uh, when it comes to state conventions, when it comes to mm -hmm. um, when it comes to the state Democratic Executive Committee, I care a lot uh, about it because uh, it's what's going to affect us in November. Um, if we don't have the organization early on, um, and if we're not all on the same page, we're going to continue to lose elections. So uh, we all have a lot of a lot in at stake. Uh, when it comes to these SDEC meetings. So. 
Yes, and, you know, I mean, just like if we look back in history, and when I say history, I'm talking about my history because I'm 63 years old, and I got a chance to go through the 60s even though I wasn't involved in them. But when you see the political activists that began to say, that began to go against the, the, the prevailing mindset of the time and say, wait a minute, we don't need to do this in the same ways. We need to do this. Do we need to do this in a different way? Are you seeing some of that that that, that sense, any of that excitement coming at the, at the level uh, there at, uh, at the university? What, what what's your your ear to the ground for that, Huey? I feel like uh, we're just a shadow of the past right now, and I feel like we have a lot of potential, uh, and we have a lot of issues that we can and should be rallying around. Um, but yeah, yeah, young people have a lot of work to do. Uh, and times have definitely changed uh, to uh, make our voices be heard in different ways. Um, now we're using Facebook. Now we're using Twitter. Now we're using a lot of other social media platforms uh, to where yeah. the typical, you know, rally or protest or march uh, up to the president's office uh, at the university or down to the Capitol, um, yeah. you know, that doesn't have the same effect. Uh, yeah. You know, we have to use different tools. We have to use different ways of communicating, um, and it's uh, it, it's important to figure out how we can get organized uh, to where we can be effective in getting the things that we're demanding. So. Sure. So, what are the things that we're demanding? What what are are, are some of the issues that you're that we're we're getting a chance to rally around that we can that that inspire you and are inspiring others when it comes to students or when it comes to our no, party students and, and and the party give me give give me both what you're what you're seeing real time today so that those are the things that you can latch on to and that you're seeing from the macro level at the larger uh the larger picture okay well uh i mean a lot of a lot has happened in this state uh that affects students that we need to start uh we need to continue to raise our voices on um tuition is continuing to rise uh financial aid is uh has been diminished greatly uh there there have been a lot of things coming out of the legislature that has hurt students um one thing that has really upset the university Democrats is voter registration um, and the voter, the new voter ID law. It's now going to become a lot more difficult to register new students to vote, especially when they change their address because of the new voter ID law. Um, if their ID does not match uh, their voter uh, registration, then uh, they won't be able to vote, and it's going to disenfranchise a lot of students and in turn, it's going to hurt the Democratic Party even more because students are one of our bases. So, yeah. um, and students and students vote Democratic because they understand that the Democratic Party stand, uh, values higher education. That uh, the Democratic Party values uh, young people uh, in a way that other parties don't. Uh, don't tend to yeah. show for. So. Sure. You know, and I understand. And I, when when you talk about the the values, how do you deal with the disappointments? Uh, the 
just emotionally, how, how do you deal, because one of the things in politics is that there's so many different ways, you know, like we'll, we'll feel like right now what's going on in Washington and, and what was given up and what is not. How do you maintain your equilibrium to continue to fight another day when the, there are all the, the, the ups and downs and the disappointments and not, not to ride those waves? How do you do it? Uh, we, we, we just can't stop. Um, I mean, we have to call out the things that we see are wrong, and uh, even after we've been disappointed, we either continue pressing on the issue or if it's uh, or, or if it's beyond us, we move on to the next thing. I mean, there's never an end of problems that we have to solve, and uh, we can't just let things get us down. And when people do things and when people are responsible for the things that disappoint us, uh, yeah. it, it, it's, our, it's our duty to call them out. And uh, it's our it's even our duty. In, to even, ra- yeah, even if they're in, yeah, even if they're in the party we support. Even if they're in the party we support, I don't, I don't believe it hurts our party when we criticize others within our party. Uh, as long as we don't go after uh, after individuals on faseless claims, on uh, baseless claims, um, sure. I, I I I believe. It's necessary because uh, there are folks who can hurt our party, whether they intend to or not, and um, we just need to put an end to those practices. Uh, for example, with the going back to the closed door meetings, yeah, I don't intend to oust uh, Veronica De La Fuente from her position. She's given up a lot to the party. She served on the Bill White campaign. She served on numerous other campaigns. And in general, I believe she may be a very good SDC member. What I want to do is end the practice of closed-door meetings. The reason I called her out was to raise awareness of the fact that there are closed-door meetings. And mm-hmm. um, my my goal isn't to go after her. It's to go after the practice. And uh, since she was somebody who promoted that practice, um, I decided I needed to name names. That was the only way I could bring attention to the issue. Uh, the entire day I had been tweeting about the closed-door meetings and had received very little feedback. As soon as I named names and pointed out the people responsible, um, it, it, it ended up attracting attention, and uh, hopefully we can have a reformed TDP movement starting uh, over the next couple of weeks. Wonderful. So how are you going to get involved with that? Are, are there... Are there people that you're talking to? Are there are there people within the uh, party that you're lobbying? How how do you approach this with uh, this this? Well, uh, first off, I believe that we need to uh, take the appropriate uh, take the appropriate and necessary steps. I I don't believe we need to go right uh, right at the convention uh, and. Mm-hmm. demand that we ask all of the members. We ha- we we have to be very uh, methodical in our approach, and we have to be very reasonable. And uh, I believe it starts with appealing to the SDEC. So what we're going to do, uh, what I've already uh, begin begun to do, is contact my SDEC members. I let them know that I was very upset about this issue. I wanted to raise awareness with them about this issue, and to let them know what I intend on doing over the next couple of months. On November 19th, the SDEC will have a, a regular meeting. It will be open. It will be uh, available to the public. And the Rules Committee and uh, will be meeting. 
I've already contacted Rose Salas, co-chair of the Rules Committee. She's an STC member from Houston, I believe. And uh, yes. I've asked her to put this issue on the agenda. I'm about to, uh, over the next couple of days, I'm going to really develop, I'm going to word how, uh, how I want this issue to be addressed, and then I'm going to send it to her. And I intend on going on that Saturday uh, before the Rules Committee and appealing to them, uh, urging them to end this practice and to acknowledge that they broke the rules. I don't care too much about them acknowledging that they broke the rules so much as I care about them ending the practice. It has got to go, and uh, we need to have an open and accountable party. So uh, that will be on November 19th. It conflicts with the UT Kansas State game, possibly, but um, it will be worth it. So. How cool. And so, and and what what do you hear? And and then you take the university Democrats and say, are are you guys going to? Uh, do you approach this as a group? Do you do you go back and 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 how do you how do you get the people engaged there at the university? Uh, tell me about the uh, the university Democrats and their strength and their interest, et cetera. Well, I mean, I'm only one one member out of. Uh, the University Democrats, which has 150 plus members, uh, and I w and we haven't met over the summer, so I can't really gauge how they would feel about this issue at the time, and I can't really speak on behalf of the University Democrats. No, exactly. Uh, but Just I, your perspective, yeah. Oh, but I mean, I but I do believe that uh, there may be some UDEMs who are who are interested in what their party is up to, and uh, they may join me on November 19th. Um, when it, when it comes to UDEMs, we uh, we're a club that focuses a lot more on student issues. We want to, and uh, this upcoming November, we're going to want to uh, camp uh, be be on a lookout for candidates who are going to uh, promote issues that are important to the UT community. Um, and when it and hopefully we can get a lot of uh, UDEMs active uh, within the party uh, as the primaries approach. So. Um, UDEMs are active and uh, fired up and ready to go. Uh, we just need to start uh, having our meetings this semester uh, to see where we where we intend on focusing our energy. So, but it sounds that, that that sounds terrific. So, how do you look forward into your career? How do you make plans as to where you want to invest your time? Are you looking at at, at public office, do you want to stay at the pub at the uh, political level? What do you What do you think about it? And where Where are you right now in your university career? I have no idea where I where I want to end up uh, after my four years on the Forty Acres. Uh, right now, I, I just finished my freshman year, so and I'm you know as a government major, um, I, I have a lot of flexibility in what I can do uh, after I'm done. At, at this time, I'm not very interested cool. in running for public office. I care a lot about the party, and uh, I intend to stay involved with you know our party as um, sure. as long as I live. But um, well, let it, me ask you. Let me ask you. Are you learning anything? What kind of an education are you getting when you you're going through your freshman classes? And and, yes. and are you get? Do you feel like that you're that you are absorbing things? Are you, are, is your, your mind opening? What, what's the, the university experience been like for you? It's been absolutely amazing. Um, every day has been a learning experience, not just 
in the classes where I've had absolutely amazing professors and some of the courses uh such as geology uh in which i in which i I expect to be bored to death uh have ended up fascinating me um Wonderful. i i've gained, i've I've gained a lot from the classes but also from interactions with others uh not not only within the university Democrats where uh I've made a lot of friends uh but also within the austin community um and the democratic party uh i've worked on i worked on the travis county coordinated campaign uh under Catherine Henschen, and I learned a lot about clock walking, phone banking um, under her leadership. And then uh, I worked for another city council race uh, over the summer, and both have been incredible experiences that um, I can't really gain from the classroom. So uh, a, a lot of the things cool. I've uh, I've been doing have uh, taught me lessons that are pretty. How incredible. how cool. Well, what kind of what kind of uh, insights are you gaining? I mean, the old way of um, you know when we were talking about, for example, like when 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 we're doing phone calling, there is mm-hmm. an almost there's so many cell phones and so many in, uh, incomplete numbers and so many people that are that are changing that and and plus people are be, are so inundated with robocalls and other calls that it, that it doesn't appear to be a a the, the best use of time. How can what do you see as the best way to reach the voters or the way insights that that people can direct their their uh, time and money and in, in, into making the most effective use of of the political voice now? What what kind of insights are you getting? Well, I'm, when when it comes to phone banking, um, I, I I still think it's an invaluable tool when it comes to campaigning. Uh, it, it, it is pretty disheartening whenever we get a lot of disconnected calls or when we get folks who have, who have already been reached four times and they are going to vote for Rick Perry uh, once he r- runs for president and uh, th- they'll never budge on that issue. But um, I, 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 I think it's a great GOTV tool um, and it's something that's really effective when it, uh, when we just need to hurry up on re- uh, when we just need to increase our no- uh, contact numbers, but the absolute best tool is knocking on doors, not lit dropping, um, knocking on doors and speaking to voters yeah. uh, face-to-face. Um, it's it's an amazing tool. It's, uh, it's the best way to get them interested. It's the best way to have them to start a conversation about the community, about issues that care about them, uh, that they care about. And um, it is cumbersome having to uh, walk an entire block and realize that in that uh, a lot of time has already passed. But uh, in the end, it's worth it, and uh, it makes a difference. It made a difference in Donna Howard's race, where she won by, uh, I believe, at the very end, it ended up being four votes. Uh, but you know, on election night, it was only sixteen. You know, it 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 it, it makes a difference, and. Um, I I think it's something that we need to uh train a lot of uh good activist democrats around the state uh how to do it better and um what we need from the party is uh an improved voter file and I do believe they're working on that and uh I think that's one very positive thing the Texas Democratic Party has begun to do is uh invest in voter files 
um, hopefully we can get them to be more accessible to our count uh, to our county leaderships and uh, more more user friendly. But um, I'm very excited about the van and uh, seeing what updates can be done to the voter activation network uh, to help us win. Well, you know, I mean, that's all part of this process, right? I mean, that's the one the one thing that I, I loved how you started off with this. It's the pendulum. And not, and not getting too in to to really to get too invested in where it is along the pendulum, but just knowing that it's going to swing, that it's going to swing, and being able to be there to to make the most of it when it does. Right, and uh, I mean it, it it starts with our grassroots activists, it starts with our local parties. Um, uh, you know, it's only the local party that knows what is what issues are most important in their community, and we need to give them the tools and resources uh, to help get the job done. Um, and I, I, I believe that's something that we can start doing a lot by going into oh, cool. 2012. And, uh, and I'm excited to see what we can do. Well, that's wonderful, uh, Huey, because one of the things that I know is that we have to do this person to person. There is no each of us using whatever skills that we have and continue to, to continue to connect with people because that's that's the only place that people that that we can actually listen and hear what people's concerns are because I I'm not too sure that we actually know but we right. can find that out. We can ask the questions and begin to begin to grow this because there's so much potential for getting people involved, but no, but but there seems to be that gap between the potential and then getting them to step over and to say, yeah, okay. Well, and that's one of the reasons why I was so curious as to what you got, how, uh, what what got you interested uh, at such a young age, because I would love love to know what other people feel the same way. Right. And uh, it, it, and I can't agree with you more on that. Um, it's really uh, when you speak to voters uh, who don't seem to be as engaged in politics as you are, uh, they, they 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 quickly realize that the issues aren't as black as white as they are. That uh, even if they tend to be on the conservative side of things, uh, they understand that there are issues on the local level where you know the Democrats are their candidate of choice and they just need to uh and they just didn't know it so um you know there, there's a, there's a lot of potential uh to uh uh to win elections especially on the local level i'm excited about the state house uh races we're going to win a lot uh, a, a lot more seats um uh back and um I, I look forward to, see, to, to seeing what we can get done. Um, right now, I believe we're now in the same. Uh, we're, we're about to be in the same house district under Jeannie Morrison, and yeah. uh, I look forward to seeing what the Victoria Democrat, who the, the Victoria Democrats can put forward against her. Um, Rockport, you know, we we were under Todd Hunter, who was the chair of the Calendars Committee, and right. uh, third highest ranking Republican in the House. And now we're uh, and, and now we, we've got Morrison, and uh, who tends to be a lot uh, farther to the right than Hunter was. So yeah. um, I, I'm looking forward to working with the Victoria Demo Victoria Democrats uh, to, uh, to take back the seat. So. 
Oh, well, it's wonderful working with you. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk with you tonight and always, Huey, is because you you inspire me. Anytime I talk with you, anytime I'm around you, I get refreshed. Again, I, I lose any of the cynicism I might have built up, and I'm able to uh, stand up and to say, okay, this is why I'm here. These are the principles that I'm here, this, the, these principles of collaboration, of communication, of investing in our future. These are important to me, and I want to be able to continue to do that, and I, and I so appreciate your getting a chance to talk with me tonight and, and for all the work that you're doing for yourself and for all of us. Thank you so much, Dennis. That means a lot. All I really right. appreciate I it. Was, um, uh, anything else you want to say before we close tonight? Um, I, I I think I think I've uh, said many of the things that were on my mind over the last few days, and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, have this conversation with you. And I look forward to uh, working with you and a lot of other Victoria County Democrats. Uh, All right, well, keep, this, you keep know, this going coming with election. <laughs> yes, we will, and I look forward to uh, look forward to visiting with you in the very near future. Thanks a lot, Huey. Take care, man. All righty. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.